Welcome to the Christian Wealth Podcast, where people come to learn what the Bible says about money, wealth, and business. Be inspired by some of the greatest Christian thinkers and commentators from around the planet. Enjoy this episode with your host, Alex Cook. 96.3, we are catching up with Alex Cook from Wealth With Purpose this morning. Good morning, Alex. How are you? Good morning, Ross. Great to be with you. Ah, Good to have you on board. Now, something we're all familiar with, interest rates. They are rising at the moment. The times are changing. But uh, why are they rising at the moment? Yeah, look, they are. They're rising quickly too. There's probably, I guess, two big picture things here. One is that really we're at the end of a sort of a 30-year cycle of rates going downwards. I mean, some listeners may have been around in 1990 when home loan rates were about 17%, mm-hmm. which is, you know, eye-watering for some of us listeners. Yes. And then they got down to, late last year, get a home loan for under 2%, mm. which is hard to believe. So I think the first thing is they're always going to go back up because they were just way, yeah. way too low <laughs> in any historical sense. It's very unusual. Or in fact, it's never happened before in Australia yeah, where interest rates were under 2%. So that's the first part of it. The second part is why are they going up and why, why so quickly is that our central banks around the world usually have what we call a targeted rate of inflation. Okay. So inflation is what you feel when you obviously go to the petrol pump and now these days going to get groceries yes, and buying lettuce and stuff it. like yeah, that. That's right. and so inflation is really when there's sort of an excess of demand over supply that causes prices to rise. And that Reserve Bank of Australia, they want that to happen, but they only want it to happen at around 2 to 3% per mm. annum. But at the moment, it's jumped up significantly. It's up at 5%. In the US, it's at 8.6%. And in Europe, it is close to 9%. And if you're lucky enough to be in a country like Argentina, it's more like 58%. Oh, Australia has it pretty good when you Mm. think about it compared to most of the world. But really, really the driver in Australia is inflation and central banks put up rates to try and stop it. You know, they try and bring inflation down by trying to decrease the demand. Now, I think that's problematic at the moment because a lot of the um, inflation is actually not caused by demand so much. It's Mm. more caused by lack of supply. You know, you've had these massive lockdowns in Shanghai where the ships were just not moving. I mean, the port was basically almost closed. So we've got these massive supply chain issues around the world. Plus, you've got all these climate change policies that are affecting energy prices. Mm. And you've had the money printing over the last few years with COVID. So it was probably no real surprise that interest rate or inflation was going to rise and that central bank would have to do something about it. And so this is where we're at uh, today. Of course, the other thing is the war. Russia, I think, is going to cop a lot of the blame, even though in reality, a lot of the issues were certainly well and truly baked in for the whole Russia-Ukraine issue took off. Yeah, exactly. So uh, very so, interesting times we live in. Yeah, it's exactly. So it feels the same as that typical supply-demand scenario, but there's other factors included in that. And yes, we've only got certain, we hear the term certain levers to pull to uh, to adjust that. And, uh, and uh, in, well, interest rates is one lever, but it's not necessarily the answer. Yeah, well, that's exactly right. And I think putting up rates won't necessarily solve the problem. Mm. That's not going to start up production that's not going to get more oil flowing that's not going to get ships moving exactly um so there is a sense where you know inflation could remain high uh, for an extended period until those issues are resolved Mm. and of course possibly the big unknown is what happens with the, the, the war 
and whether it escalates. You know, so far it's been relatively contained. Mm. But when I look at some of the rhetoric uh, from Western leaders in particular, they, they keep trying to push back on Russia quite aggressively. There doesn't seem to be a lot of people trying to seek peace, which would be nice. Yeah, um, well, that's, that's and as ultimately a result, what we're we, looking for, yeah. Yeah, and so there's a risk that the war escalates because there are things going on. Uh, I think people are now distracted by other things at the moment, but, you know, there are that war could escalate. And I think that's a very big risk to, to inflation and just indeed to the global economy, not to mention to the lives of people, which is the most important issue of all. Exactly. This is the question we're all asking, and you're going to answer it definitively now, aren't you? Where are rates heading? <laughs> <laughs> Good old rates. Well, look, Rule 101 of uh, financial advice is never try and predict anything. Yeah. Uh, it'll come back and bite you. But look, uh, in fact, unfortunately, the central bank themselves aren't very good at predicting. People might recall that in November last year, and I think this is quite sad for, for people who, who bought a house on the back of this information, is the central bank in November, the Reserve Bank governor said that they weren't going to put up rates until 2024. Mm. And six months later, they're putting up rates and putting them up quickly. So even the Reserve Bank can't yeah. predict it. In fact, there was a TV interview, I think, a week or so ago with the Reserve Bank governor where he basically said, look, we, we just don't know. We think inflation is going to go to 7%. So in other words, he's thinking it's going to get worse yeah. before it gets better. But he wasn't, he wasn't uh, clear on where rates would ultimately end up. But at the moment, the current, if you like, the average economist is predicting the cash rate to go up to 2.75%. Now, just to put that in context, the cash rate was 0.1% just two months ago, and mm. they're predicting it'll be 2.75% by the middle of next year. The futures market is actually predicting it'll go to 3.7%. Now, that's pretty concerning when you consider that mortgage rates usually sit about 2% above that. No, it sits you know, at least 2% above the cash rate. Mm, so you, you can expect home loan rate to be around 6% next year. Yeah. That's, that's what it's predicting. And certainly the banks have already moved their fixed loans up significantly. Mm, you know, if you're looking to get right. a two-year fixed loan right now, you're, you're looking at four and a half, five percent already. Yeah. So massive increase already. So it's um, so it's difficult to know where it'll end up. It will really ultimately depend on what happens to inflation and whether they can get it under control. The other thing is what will happen to wages, because wages, if they do go up quickly, then that will also be inflationary in and of itself. To me, wages have been relatively benign, although as people know. Um, the minimum wage was put up 5% right. uh, what, a week or so ago, mm. and that will feed into it as well. So it's uh, it's a case of watch this space, but I think it's very safe to assume that we're going to see much higher rates in uh, 12 months' time from today. Now, where that could change, though, is if they put them up too much too soon, then that could drive Australia into a recession. In fact, I think globally that seems to me almost inevitable because mm. America is doing the same thing as is Europe. And then what they may end up doing is reverse <laughs> reverse that yeah. because re uh, recessions are typically deflationary and to try and protect the economy when that happens, they usually lower rates. So it's quite possible that you get this big spike up and then if they overdo it, then they have to start bringing them back down again. Could so well be a circuit breaker. We're in place, mm, exactly in place right. there. And, uh, well, words we've heard before, the recession we had to have. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Most important thing, I think, in this is how can we, uh, as, as homeowners or people affected by inflationary measures, protect ourselves against rate rises? 
Yeah, look, it's an important question, particularly given um, we don't really know where it'll all end up. But there's a couple of things that I would, would say to people and listeners of, of you and I, Ross, over the past sort of 18 months will know that I, I take a fairly deep negative view on debt mm. and I always encourage people to get out of debt as quick as they can. Yeah. So a couple of things that I would encourage people to do. One is to do a budget and try and work out what your surplus income is. And with your surplus, try and make extra repayments. In other words, try and get your debt down as quick as you can. Mm. And that will help offset some of the impact of rising rates because the lower the debt, uh, the lower your actual overall interest repayments yeah. will be. So that's the first thing. Second thing is consider refinancing your home loan for a better rate or even just negotiate with your bank, but try and get the best possible rate to minimize the impact. Consider fixing the rate. Now, as I say, fixed rate loans have already jumped up uh, significantly. However, I would say to people, if you are struggling and you can't afford for it to go up you know, a lot further, yeah. then maybe you want to fix it and, and lock it in for a, a period of time so you can make as many payments as you can to, to, get, you know, to get it under control. Mm. But uh, yeah. fixing it will give you a little bit of upside, you know, a little bit of protection, if you like, from from further rises. So that's the uh, the first thing there. And obviously, if you're in from that, so it's more from a homeowner's point of view. If we're looking at more from an investor's point of view, higher rates typically can have a negative effect in the sense that if you think about companies that's on the stock market, if they've got lots of debt, then the interest on their debt rises and therefore um, their profits go down. So mm. the share market may get weaker if uh, these inflation figures keep coming out higher and uh, and so forth and the same with the bond market and we've seen the bond market this year has actually been the probably the roughest ride of all so it's it's certainly a challenging environment for investors but i think what it will probably lead to is to great opportunities i'm expecting this volatility would continue and i suspect that we may well see lower asset prices as uh, some of these events around the world uh, worsen you know the potential global recession but that will lead to opportunity. I mean, people need to not be fearful and, and look at it and say, well, okay, this is what's going on in the world. This is what the hand we've been dealt. What are we going to do here? What's the opportunity in all of this? I think it's probably premature at the moment because stock markets are down about 15%. Mm. US market, a bit more, and bond markets are down as well. I think it's a bit premature at this point, but nonetheless, that's just hearsay. That's just my opinion. But opportunities will come to those that are patient to, to buy good quality assets in an environment when you know markets are volatile mm. so um yeah there's always opportunities uh, going forward at some point looking at that silver lining alex if our uh, listeners want to get uh, their money sorted how can they get in touch with you yeah look i said if you'll jump on our website wealthwithpurpose.com uh, there's a plethora of information on there that we like to share with people just to help them build their knowledge on topics like this, on investing and on getting out of debt and, and all those topics which are very, very important to make sure you have a good grapple on, but also a biblical worldview towards it as well. And so yeah, wealthwithpurpose.com is what I recommend people uh, jump onto.